Good evening and welcome in to the first one. Yes, that's right. The first one, the inaugural Inside the Player's Studio. I am your host, Birdman, and with me tonight is our first guest on the program, uh, our mod, one of my good friends. I'm not ashamed to say that, unlike a lot of people. Uh, the former Master Bruce, the current mod of the RPG section, uh, Batman, how are you, sir? I'm uh, I'm busy patrolling the streets, so I'm, you know. So you're just jerking off. Eh, essentially, yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess since this is the first episode, I, I feel like we should maybe do a little explanation exactly about who we are and exactly what's the point of this, other than, of course, our love of talking to each other. Yeah, our, our someone say uh, we love each other too much. Yeah, it's, it's borderline creepy, as I've told you before. I think we have all the makings of a one-day murder-suicide pact. It is going to happen one day. That's how we're in somewhere in the woods with our pants around our ankles and guns in our mouths. And uh, nooses around our necks. Yeah, that's just... I mean, we're not really going to kill ourselves with the nooses. They're just a little ice on the cake, you know? Yeah. That's it's, how we get off. It's it's to improve the mood. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sit, sit, sit the mood. Um, but anyway, uh, we both, as as we said, we're both friends, and we met actually on a RPG board. You know, playing uh, as superheroes. You know, and yeah, role playing games, basically writing games where you interact with one another, uh, playing a hero or a villain. Yeah, in our case, uh, comic books, but it can be like a wide variety of genres: yeah. science fiction, movies. Um, yeah. I, th- I think we did one. We were going to try and do one based off The Simpsons. It's like yeah, just just pretty much if you if you can try to if it exists, you know, we'll try it. You know, we're writing slits. We're not afraid to try anything. You know, we're not we're not afraid to let our geek flags fly. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'll just say, oh, but yeah, we're you know, it's this one things that that you know, I first when I first came to the hype, I was uh, you know, I found it, I stumbled upon it, and you know, I've always liked to write, I've always like superheroes, and you know, I started playing, and I think one of the things though that helped me stick around as long as I have going on this summer will be six years was uh the community you know i mean it's a pretty tight-knit community down there yeah it's, it's weird because we're part of we're part of um the superhero hype forums and that's like a huge movie based comic book comic book movie based forum that um we're not really a part of like we're our, our own little uh niche almost yeah, like you know, we call ourselves the basement, and this is, i mean, it's both. I feel like it's literally because you know um, the forums are down at the bottom of the page. Yeah, and also you know, figuratively because <laughs> no yeah, one yeah. ever goes in there. That's yeah. where they—that's where they store us, and they just forget about us. Yeah, they lock us away and hope we just kill each other. We're like the um, island of misfit toys. Exactly. Um... But yeah, this 
this show was essentially conceived by a concept that we brought up in the forums themselves a couple of years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. A guy, a guy, a poster named uh, Super Ferret actually originated it. It was called. It was originally called Inside the Poster Studio. Mm-hmm. And he would interview people and just other role players and stuff, and just most you know about their um, character history and like you know just just how much fun they had playing and like some of their thoughts and stuff when it came to characters and the like. Yeah, and, because, because there are a lot of different uh, RPGs that we play. Uh, we. Yeah. We have DC games, we have Marvel games, we have actually a game that is DC and Marvel. Um, we have the Star Wars RPG. We've we've had many others that have come and went, and uh, we actually have an archive forum where we have like, it, as of now, 174 different forums. Yeah, different Our, threads. I mean, yeah, and yeah, it has all the hits and the misses down there, and. You can peruse through the graveyard and see our past. But uh, one thing, too, is that uh, with the interviews and stuff that Superfairy did, was, he, you know, all the veterans he talked to. And most of them, at that point, they'd been in the games for quite a few years. And most of them had played their fair share of people. And so there was a lot of good fodder um, for that, to, you know, the interview to take off and stuff, different interviews. And... He he stopped after a while, and I took up and I interviewed a lot of folks, and then after I you know I stopped, uh, trusty psychic picked up and he ran with it, and then I picked it up a little bit last year. So far, there's really hasn't been anybody new to come in, so I kind of run out, and so it was actually your idea to See, um, yep. take it to a new media. Mm-hmm. Because. Uh, we had had so much fun doing off-panel podcast and our other podcast, Dork Nights. Mm-hmm. Um, I just figured it'd be natural to just take it to the, let the players actually give their own voices, so to speak. Yeah, and like you know, this could be like, like we both agree on. This isn't like something that we'll do like every week or you know every few days or nothing. It's just something that when we find people who have time and interested and if they can do it you know we'll talk to them it's like like i'd say like a like i would like to do it once a month if we could but i'd be cool with like every other month if we like can. bi-monthly yeah well not bi-monthly bi-monthly is twice a month well like get get it right yeah Jesus. Like. but um so you know we talked about maybe trying to do a number you know first one and we tried to get super fair to come on and he's having scheduling difficulties so for this one you know just be me and you taking the uh taking taking lead and i figured well you figure too we both agree that really the best people to interview would probably be each other yeah so that's what we're going to try to do because because we're just we're just we're just that huge of whores yeah we we like tooting our own horns yeah really but and one thing too, I think also helps is the, with uh, you and I, we've talked on Skype many times. You know, we've we've. I think I'd like to think we managed to create a good rapport with each other. Yeah, it's and a work so, in progress, but it's it's still it's pretty good right now. Yeah, considering that we knew each other for five plus years and never once talked to each other, I'd say that we're doing pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. But um. 
like we said, you know, just because we're comfortable with each other, we figured this would be a good way to nail down the format of the show and how it's going to go with just you and I. We can work out the kinks ourselves and move forward from there. All right. Well, let's get started. All right. Let's dive into it. So I guess my first question for you will be involving your namesake. You know, you Batman now is your name and the past you were Master Bruce and I think anybody who halfway knows you can tell that you're a big Batman fan. Even all they need to really do is just look at your username and know you're a big Batman fan. But yep. uh, you've played Batman in at least three RPGs that I know of. Well, is um, that right? Is that right? Three. Well, I'm not. I'm not really sure about that because um, I've only really regularly played him in in one that mm-hmm. ended up getting. They ended up getting canceled and then rebooted. Yeah. So I've technically played them in two successful RPGs, but um, I mean I've played them off and on. Like like if there was an RPG called the Multiversers, which is yeah, essentially um, a bunch of uh, time traveling antics where you could be anyone from any universe and you're on a team and and basically I was I was Batman in that one for one game, but those yeah. games tend to not last very long. Yeah. So I don't. I can't really count that. As I'll, a, and yeah, I'll, if you're gonna say that, I'll just say that Western RPG I tried to do a couple of years ago. I think you played Batman briefly for that one too. Um, I applied. I never really. Oh, you did. Wow, what a shock. Yeah, I know. What a freaking shock. Yeah. But, yeah, me not uh, being able to commit or something. Yeah. But so anyway, you know, um, logistics aside or whatever. Uh, it's you know you like Batman more than any other character. What exactly is it about Batman? Is it just was it because you you know you grew up when he was big you know in the films and the uh, animated show or is it just something else? Why Batman and not like say the Flash or Spider Man or someone else? Why is he just always prevalent when it comes to your character selection and when it comes to your writing because? Of all the characters you played, I say Batman. When it comes to Batman, you're pretty stable with him. Although I know that's not really saying too much, but you yeah, know. yeah, I I have kind of a post dyslexia. Um, I can't really. I only post when it's convenient for me and and well, only see, me. I think what the technical term for that is called being a lazy shit. Yeah, yeah, that. Um. As far as your first, your important question goes, um, I would say it's it's a variety of reasons, really. Um, first of all, it is because I grew up with them. Um, I was introduced to the Tim Burton, uh, Michael Keaton film when I was three or four years old, and it quickly became one of my favorite movies to the point that actually it is literally my favorite movie of all time just for nostalgia reasons. Um, I think it's my favorite movie just be- based on the soundtrack, the Prince soundtrack. Oh, that is, that is true. That was, that's Party great. man! Party man! Anyway, continue. <laughs> I just wanted... I, I like... If if I can break out Prince, I consider it a successful show. Oh, you know. You'll you'll get plenty of chances, I'm sure. Um, but also, it's, it's not just that. It's also because I just find his character so fascinating. Like, just so much more fascinating than the other ones. Like, you know, we all we all have 
like lows and we all have highs and lows but like to have an event so terrible like just motivate the rest of your life especially when it happens to you when you're such a young kid it's like it's it's fascinating to like watch like how that inspires someone to do good even though they don't have the power to really do it in a way like say superman can yeah. Or Green Lantern, or any of the other superpowered. Like, like Batman has everything going against him, and he still manages to pull everything together, and sometimes even pull it together better than people with powers. So, it's... I would say just the fact that he is a self-made man, and also because he's... He has, like... He has the occasional hope for humanity but he intentionally keeps himself back so that he can continue to be a hero like that's i think that that's really what makes him such a heroic presence and i think that actually makes him like one of the most noble characters in comics so yeah i i like i mean i also like the stuff like the gadgets and i also like his rogues gallery a lot um how they're all extensions of basically what he would be if he became if he became a villain. Yeah. Um and I like all the I mean I like his entire world really. His uh Gotham City, uh I like Jim Gordon. All the sidekicks, all the just yeah, I, I just like the whole thing. I like the whole package, really. So it's not just necessarily would, would the character, would you say they like if Batman were in the Marvel Universe, would you still have the same effects for him? Like, I mean, the Marvel Universe, I mean, he was the only character there. You know, there was no Jim Gordon with him, no Robin, you know, Joker, Two-Face was gone. It was just him by himself, like, in New York. Would you still have the same effects? Um, I don't know. I don't know, because he wouldn't really work the same way, because, you know, if he didn't have Alfred, for instance, like, like, he would barely be able to function in the same way because Alfred's basically there to keep him in line. I, I see Alfred as sort of his sort of the guy that cleans up after him. Like he's the guy that that literally makes sure that every chink in the armor is ironed out so that he doesn't you know, he doesn't ever fail. Um if he was in the Marvel universe, I don't know. It's like he would kinda run the risk of being redundant. Because there are characters like Daredevil and Moon Knight and the Punisher, like these very tortured anti-heroes characters, and he would be kind of one of them to a certain extent. Yeah, to a certain extent. Or like I know I know what you're saying, like um, how they all have like different elements of Batman. Yeah. I don't know if they were necessarily created with that in mind. Yeah, I I don't know. It's like Batman really kind of embodies a different sort of a character type that I think it was kind of inevitable that other characters would adopt that. Um, even he's not really that original. Like, he was inspired by, like, Zorro, Zorro. the Shadow, mm-hmm. and all those characters, but um, yeah, I, I don't... Like, in the DC Universe, there's really... He's kind of the predominant one, as far as that goes. Like, everyone else who comes out of that comes out of that same character type is, like, sort of a spawn, either a spawn of him or part of the Batman family. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think we'll, I'll just, I'll go on 
because I think we could talk about this a little while longer. And but um, we'll we'll, we'll still talk about Batman. Don't worry. But we'll shift. We'll shift <laughs> yeah, I was, topic I was starting stuff. to panic. I was like, no, no, more Batman oh, no. talk. Oh no! Please, please, please. Um, but uh, I guess you know, as we said, you played Batman more than a few RPGs, but. The one that really sticks out above all the rest is uh, the Ultimate DC RPG. You know, it's on this. It's on its third season of the reboot. So you've been playing this guy for six seasons, almost six years. Or has it been six years, or has it been more than six years? Because um, when yeah, I when I first started, the RPG was you know it was in the middle of the season. Yeah, it's been six years because the first one started in two thousand five, I think. So uh, actually, I know because I used Batman Begins elements in the first Batman. You, oh yeah, I remember the rip dirty bastard. Um, but anyway, six years you've been playing him, and pretty much, I mean, you haven't run out of stories yet. But I think maybe one of the reasons why is because we had that reboot, so you were able to do a fresh take on it. You know, three years after you started the character. But uh, well, so what you gonna say? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I mean, I was just tagging up on what you were saying. Yeah, but uh, what is it about playing that character that you've enjoyed the most, and what have been some of your favorite moments, uh, as when, when you play Batman? Um, well, I think what makes him so fat, what makes him so good to play, like what makes him so fun to play, is that I get to take something that I love and that I know like intricately like I know I like to think I know that world better than I know any world in fiction like I know Gotham City like the back of my hand and and to be able to do that and then say okay well what if I did it my way like what if I added my own spin to it and really didn't and really kind of let my devotion to continuity go like, what could I really do with it? And what could I do to make it different, but keep it the same? Like, like so that was sort of my uh, my mind process when I started creating elements of what the the uh, reboot Ultimate Batman would become. Because I, the reason, one of the reasons I wanted a reboot was that um, when we started the first Ultimate DC review, it was a little bit too much like the regular DC universe. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like a lot of the characters who were created, they there were maybe slight differences. Yeah, but, but not, they didn't really have that feel yeah. like they were something new and original. Yeah, it didn't really it didn't really seem to warrant like a new RPG. Like it was basically like DC Universe Origins almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the new Ultimate DC RPG came out, we saw these like really radical departures, and I I, I actually really like what a lot of people came up with. Um, so I felt like because of that, I had to come up with a Batman that was like, I, I wanted to change him, but I also wanted to give him changes that made sense. Like I didn't want to just do it for the sake of, Oh, he's a, he's, he's Hispanic or he's <laughs> El Batman. <laughs> exactly. Uh, El, El Batman. El Gato. Um, yeah. He's got like a big sombrero on. Yeah, he's got like the. He'd never catch anybody though. He'd always be sleeping. <laughs> exactly. He'd always be trying to push the Batmobile past the border. Um, 
But yeah, I. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just thinking he'd have like 16 sidekicks in the Batmobile with him. <laughs> and they're all underage, so it's like it's really inconspicuous. <laughs> uh, well, what were you saying? Um, but I think um, what what the key to making Ultimate Batman work was just just this idea that Batman just there's always been this thing where there's always been this kind of debate where in the comic books, the regular Batman, um, whether or not he's sane or not, like whether Mm -hmm. he's kind of slightly mentally unhinged or he's perfectly in control of his faculties or whatever. And I just, I wanted to portray that in a real way. Like say, say essentially could just come out and say, yeah, he's, he's out of his mind, but he's pulling it towards good intentions, which is what, so what makes him fascinating as a character is like you see what all he's sacrificing in the way of the normal life just to be able to pull off what he does every night. And uh, I also like the idea of making Bruce Wayne like an actual sort of celebrity socialite type of person, like not just the billionaire playboy. Like he's almost, I would say like he's almost, a, almost as if he were an actor or something like in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, that makes I say that makes perfect sense given the uh, the way you see nowadays. A lot of people they become celebrities and famous for no for, reason. Yeah, for just existing. So yeah, just well, because I mean Bruce Wayne is very wealthy, so it's like that's yeah that's pretty much the only reason you need to make him a celebrity. Plus, yeah. he's like he's incredibly handsome. He's he comes from a a famous family, like a name yeah. brand family. So does this mean that maybe in season four he'll get his own reality show? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, going batty. Yeah, going batty with Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's it's a it's an ironically named title. Also, he'll have his own sex tape. Oh God, those poor sheep. <laughs> and he'll he'll leak he'll leak uh naked pics of himself on the internet. <laughs> um, uh, what was I gonna say? Um. Dang, I, I forgot my train of thought. You mentioned a naked Batman, and I <laughs> forgot. Yeah, you, you started just foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Oh, um. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I'd agree with your assessment about uh, just how you changed him. One of the things you've done, though, that I liked was how you sort of made it where Bruce has covered up his past with his parents dying. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's fudged his family history where they think that his uncle is actually his father. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I've always enjoyed. Uh, well, not enjoyed, but like if there was one thing that would be kind of questionable when it comes to Batman is, you know, how despite all his front and his act, the fact that everybody knows that Bruce Wayne's parents were murdered when he was a little boy and he's rich. You know, that's two of the big, you know, uh, um, clues that maybe he's Batman. Yeah, he's and, actually that was actually like brought up in year one. Like, sure, ask him like figures yeah. out who Batman is immediately. Yeah, and I mean they just kind of like you know Gordon kind of um, brushes it under the rug. Yeah, yeah. I I also I wanted to play around with the idea that um, Bruce's parents themselves weren't rich. Like they were actually like a normal middle class American family, and uh, when they were murdered, he was taken into wealth. So he wasn't born yeah. with wealth. He he knew what it was like to like struggle for money and stuff. 
But so. his but his father was a doctor, so I mean, you can't be struggling too much. Well, his his mother was a doctor in this. Oh, one, it was. So. Damn, I forgot. So um, but My yeah, bad. yeah. I I just wanted to kind of, I just want to kind of normalize him a little bit before he became before he becomes Batman. Yeah. Also, a big thing that I I tried to do with him was I tried to. He's not in Wayne Manor for one thing. He's in he lives in Wayne Tower in the middle yeah. of Gotham. Just and because it, it's never made sense to me that this dude who always goes out in Gotham City to fight crime lives outside of the city. Yeah, like it and just, I and as much as I like the Batmobile, I think it's cool and all. I think it sort of takes away from the myth of him being you know this mythical creature. You know, no mythical creature is going to drive around in a car shaped like a bat. Yeah, you know what I mean. And but yeah, I, I like that idea so much that, as you know, I stole it oh, yeah, for you did. the RPG I'm playing Batman in. But I asked your permission, so yeah, yeah, makes up for a little more. A little yeah, bit. I, I hold a little bit of a grudge still. Uh, Bastard, indeed. Um, but yeah, another change I made to him was that I made him an actual uh, U.S. soldier when he was training to become Batman, because I he's always like. Especially in like Dark Knight Returns, he's always had this kind of military mentality, but he's never had any background in it. So I kind of, I kind of figured like just to better explain that he's, you know, served some time, and plus it gives him combat skills in it, like a really early, like a really accessible way that was better. Yeah, um, and one thing too that I also liked is um, the fact that he's not. He still takes part, you know, in the criminal, not really say criminal stuff, but like, you know, one of the things I've always showed him is like he'll he'll be at a party somewhere. He'll be acting like he's drunk, drinking champagne, and it's revealed later that it's, you know, like club soda or something. Mm-hmm. And he's been faking. And But, you know, the, the, one of the changes you've made with yours was that he he actually does drink, he smokes, he... Does all kinds of uh, bad things. Yeah, he has. He picked up a lot of bad habits because he's just he's just so damaged as a human being. Like you, you kind of figure he just kind of needs he just kind of needs an outlet when he's not you know running around beating up criminals. And I mean that that makes so uh, that makes a lot more sense than you know him being a Batman is being this uh, almost monk like figure who doesn't. You know, he has no other hobbies or outlets other than being Batman. Yeah. There's no way no one, even, I mean, the, I know the idea of Batman itself is a little out there, but there's no way conceivable anyone could do anything like that and be like that 24-7 and not one day just snap. Mm-hmm. You need some sort of way, some sort of release valve. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a, a lot of release valves. Like, like, uh, like you said, he smokes, he drinks, he... You know, has he has casual sex? Uh, he likes the ladies. He does, and um, some of the fellas. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't I haven't actually got around to introducing that element, but yeah, yeah. Um, or at least that's what I imagined when we did our team up with him. The question. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's how that ended. Bit, there's a little bit of a bromance going on there. But um. Well, speaking of that, I think I'll just—I think that's a decent enough segue to ask. Uh, what have been some of your highlights, favorite moments uh, when you've played the character these past, 
uh, six years will also include the uh, previous RPG. I know you might have to think back a little bit, but there were some good moments there as well. Um, yeah, it's it's a little tough to like think of uh, the other RPG just because I I was always kind of hard on myself because I I just basically played Batman as Batman. I never gave him any real um, changes. So it's it's hard to think back. It's like I, I liked an arc that I did in that first RPG where all the villains came together, which was essentially me just trying to do like a version of the Adam West movie where all the villains team up to get Batman once and for all. And this one was led by the Joker and Two-Face. And um, they also had Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, and a couple of others under their control. And... They were basically just running amok, and it was it was a really cool arc to write because you had Batman racing from place to place just to try and stop each of his worst enemies. And uh, I think I, yeah, I think I actually NPC'd pretty much all of the villains. Like I I wrote for them. I think I remember you doing you writing for Two Face. Yeah, and I I wrote for the Joker and all that. Um, that so that's like one of my best memories from that RPG. I also liked when uh, the first time he met Superman and Wonder Woman. Yeah, that, I remember that art. That was a very good one. Uh, I was an outsider. Or I was in the games, but I wasn't involved, but I, I liked reading that art where they got together and fought Brainiac. Yeah. Yeah, that was good, because I got to... It was the first time he had interacted with those two or any other superheroes, so it's... It was really sort of his big moment as far as like teaming up with others. Um... And in this RPG, I've got a I've got a couple moments that I like. I liked it. First of all, I, I did really like our team up with you. Your question, just because he's so endued in comedy relief, like you you kind of took the idea that he's a pathetic guy and kind of kind of even upped it more. So like he's kind of what we would be if we decided to put on a mask and tried to fight crime. I I, I would say that he's maybe a little more successful than we would be. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of luck, to be honest. Yeah, um, but but yeah, I, I, I like, like that arc as well. It was almost like it was played off as like a, I'd say buddy cop movie almost. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of a mini buddy cop movie. Batman and the question team up to um, battle a sort of this siege of drugs that hit Gotham City, and it, yeah. it, it goes back all the way to New York and like um, our man, like Rex Tyler. Yeah, his or, family's involved. Yeah. Um, and it was basically a lot of you and me going back and forth. Batman taking question insults and and kind of he would have his own insults to give out and they they were kind of like co detectives almost. It was it was mm-hmm. a really it was a really fun arc. I also introduced the Batmobile in that arc, uh, the ultimate Batmobile, which is Dick Grayson's Batmobile from Batman Reborn. Yeah, the like flying, the flying one. one. Yeah. So yeah, I I like that arc. Um, I also liked, I also liked um what we've done with the character Dick Grayson, who uh, just became Robin, and he he for the longest time he thought Batman actually murdered his father, um who's a cop in this universe rather than like a acrobat. They, yeah, they're not they they didn't come from the circus. Like Dick was the son of a Gotham detective, and the detective got murdered by Salvatore Moroni, but Everyone thinks Batman did it, and so he spent like two or three seasons getting up his revenge, 
and finally he faced Batman and nearly killed him. And that was a really good arc to go through. Uh, Andy Andy C was the guy that played Robin. Yeah, throughout and that. I, I I give him credit because I started with Robin, and you know it went through two two other guys before it got to him, and he managed to pick up our slack and actually see it through. Yeah, yeah, which is which is weird because he's actually like, he's actually like me. He's got his own little post dyslexia. <laughs> um. One thing, too, you forgot to mention was the ongoing rivalry, especially the epic way it ended at the end of last season was the one with your little back and forth with Bane, Batman and Bane. Yeah, we actually did the Batman and Bane thing before uh, Nolan even announced he was going to do it for like yeah, Dark Knight Rises. I remember Spike, he picked up Bane like back in the first UDC. like It was like the second or third season. And I think it was that when maybe the two of you maybe started talking about a potential nightfall back then. Mm-hmm. And and we've been planning it, and then it got rebooted, so he heck, he kind of had to build it up a little bit again. But finally, at the end of the second season, we got to do it. Yeah. Um, and Nightfall is the arc in the comics where Bane breaks Batman's back. But in, in the RPG, we kind of did it differently because he he already deduces Batman's true identity. He breaks into Wayne Tower. And throws Batman off the tower, so he he gets his skull crushed in, and he's basically uh, in a coma now. Even as we speak, I haven't written Batman for season three. Will he will he get out in time? Uh, dun, dun. Tune, tune in to find out next next Bat season. Yeah, next I, Bat. Uh, yeah, I, I like that arc a lot. And one of the things I liked about it too was I got to have a little hand in, you know, especially at the beginning, because I was sort of. I guess it's, it was important for the fact that prior to the fight with Bane, he got you know severely weakened by the um, Gotham Police Department. I, I had a lot of fun just kicking your ass, you know. Yeah, yeah. It it was uh, it was pretty good. Uh, we, you and I have a good repertoire in the RPG, so every time we get together in there, it's it's pretty. It, it's, it's fucking gold. Yeah, it is. It is. We we got the Midas touch. I have I have no no qualms about tooting our horns. Yeah, yeah. It, both because figuratively, it feels good. Both figuratively and literally. Yeah, it feels good to toot our horns. You yeah. Know it. Yeah, it All also right. feels good to you know let something come out of the horns. Uh. Oh. Uh, yeah. Let's let's <laughs> move on. Yeah, moving on quickly. Uh, I guess I think we've talked about Batman. Um, enough. Uh, you know, I like to break out some of the questions that I um like base questions, standard questions, just a few that just to run through, and I think that'll be towards the end. You know, sort of like the um, not I wouldn't say wrap it up, but it's sort of like the end part of the uh our uh, program. So I'll go ahead and start. Um. What character, I'm going to say other than Batman, because I know Batman would be number one, and we've talked him to death, but what character, other than Batman, have you? would you say you've enjoyed playing the most? Um, Because hmm. we haven't really talked about any of my other characters. Yeah, I know. Like, um, I don't know. Like I, I like I like playing a lot of them. Uh, I love playing Spider-Man, because just you get to do a lot of comedy with that and comedy is like a big part of me like as much as 
as much as like I play the serious loners in the games, like I actually do like to play characters you can quip and stuff like that. So Spider-Man kind of lets me uh, do that. Plus, I'm a huge fan of the character. Um, I like playing Superman, uh, Wolverine. I'm not sure who I like the best besides Batman. Like, um, I don't know, probably Nightwing, which is kind of cheating because he's he's Batman's protege. But um, I like playing Nightwing just because you get to play a little bit of yourself whenever you play Nightwing because he's kind of the everyman superhero. Um, he's a light-hearted, easy-going, down-to-earth guy, so it's it's just you don't really have to put much effort into writing his character. You just kind of write the story and then just play yourself as if you were, you know, Dick Grayson. But uh, there's something too I think you didn't talk about. You, uh, you touched on him a little bit was uh, Daredevil in the Marvel RPG. Yeah, and um. One thing, you know, it was way before my time, but I've read back and read it was some of the epic uh, fights. Was it was that you or was it someone else? Like you and Kaiser Soze, you both, he was Bullseye, you were Daredevil, and you had just this epic uh, drag-out fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We That was like the, that was probably one of my finest moments in the RPG ships because we had planned it out so intricately, like it was basically Daredevil and Bullseye's first uh, last fight ever. And Bullseye had killed Foggy Nelson and done all this terrible stuff. He had figured out Daredevil's identity. And it just all kind of came to a head to where you know, Bullseye had like a dangerous tumor that Soz had been building up for a while. And uh, Daredevil was kind of, he was kind of unhinged by Foggy's death so it was like two psychos going at it. And it really ended, like, in a really... Yeah, like, I think Epic is a good way to describe it, just because of the planning that went into it and the sheer amount of stuff that we did to harass each other, really. I think that's good enough place to maybe ask my next question. Uh, which... Who are some of the folks that you've enjoyed working with the most? Um, well, you would be definitely, like... You're the easiest to work with. Oh, um, uh, don't 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 take too much into that. That's well. I think I'm the easiest in the fact that uh, I just go with the flow. But you stop. You start dragging your feet. Then I'm they, not so easy. Yeah, no, no, no. Then you become the hardest to work with. Um, the post Nazi. Yeah, yeah. That's like a that's like a little. That's like a little multiple personality thing you have going on. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you, uh, I like working with Soz. I haven't done it in a while. Um, I like working with Andy C., who I mentioned earlier, who was Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also played a couple of others. Um, I like playing, I like working with, uh, it's hard, it's hard to really come up with people yeah. because I haven't worked with a lot of people lately. I've, I've been kind of doing solo arcs, and that's it's not really a great way to go about RPGing, but, you know, what are you going to do? I don't know. It's like, there there are a lot of people that I love working with, because, again, like, our community is, like, so, such, like, a tight-knit, we're almost like a family, almost. Yeah, an um, incestuous family. Yeah, and a really incestuous family. Like We all have six fingers, that's how we type so fast. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's it's also how we do other things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, there are a lot of different folks. I'll just say that much because I I can't really come up with many more off the well, top of my head. Well, the uh, important part is that you mentioned my name, so that's all that counts. Yeah, yeah, of course. What's been your favorite RPG that you've played in? I guess I don't know. Should we count Ultimate DC as well? Uh, for the sake of fairness, how about we just not count it? Because okay. that was going to be like my stock answer anyway. Okay, well, let's hold on. All right. Um, besides that one, I would say my favorite to play in is One Universe or One Earth. Just because there are so many characters working off of each other, it's always fun to get two characters like like Superman and Spider-Man, like get them into an interaction. Because it's almost like a fan's wet dream to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we get to do it in a way like even the comics don't really do it because they can't yeah because i can't so uh, yeah i would say that's my favorite what's been your favorite story art like multiple uh player story art i mean maybe more than two that you've like a big story that you've taken part in what's been your favorite i don't know like i like the uh i like the bane versus batman story in ultimate dc just because it's been going on for so long um I also like the Ultimate Justice League, which you were quick to point out, I should mention. Uh, particularly right, for, particularly for the guy that was playing Flash. He was amazing. That dude was a beast. Uh, yeah. Or so I've heard. Yeah. Um, so where's my 20 bucks for saying that? Uh, it's in the mail. It's in the mail. All right. I thought we agreed on 10. Uh, I, I, I altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. You son of a bitch. Um, I also like, uh, there was a Superman versus Zod story, which was the first story that Andy ever did in the RPGs, which I liked a lot. It was the first, like, real big thing I got to do with that version of Superman. And it was like, it, it was like a real, it was a little real battle across the earth because we actually had them, like, they started fighting, like, I think it was in Metropolis and then it ended up, like, in the Sahara and stuff like that. It was like it was real epic storytelling. And then I also like the Daredevil versus Bullseye story. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else because because you mentioned uh, the Dark Alliance arc, but that was like that was just so long ago that it's just kind of I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to really muster up if, a lot for it now because it's just been such a long time since I thought about it. But yeah, I, I would say those are among my favorites. Yeah, like uh, the Dark Alliance one. You took part in it, but you weren't heavily involved, you know. Yeah. But I, I like I enjoyed the. Uh... I enjoyed reading it. Like yeah. I, I just wasn't personally like. Yeah. I wasn't a huge factor in it. Uh, I, I enjoyed. You know, I took I part. I took part in the. Uh, Zod story as well. I played Green Arrow and Luke Cage, and I had fun. That was like really my first big time playing with you know more people in you know, interacting. Yeah. And so I, I still think about that one. I had a lot of fun with that one. But um, what would you say would be the best story like you like you enjoyed the most that you didn't take part in? Like you know, uh, it could be like a solo thing or it can be like a big, big uh, multi PC story, but well, this, something that you always admired 
Yeah, well, this isn't really a... It's not a... Um, I'm not trying to kiss butt or anything, because it, it's you. Oh, but, well, uh, in that case, kiss away. Um, but I really Fuck enjoyed the... Uh, I really enjoyed the Ultimate Holiday stuff that you did, which was a, a storyline that you did, like, for a straight year, which has never been done in the RPGs. Never. Well, it wasn't a year. It was nine months from Thanksgiving to August, so... I, I was glorifying you, man. I don't care. I just wanted to correct you, but continue with your ass kissing. I'm listening. Um, yeah, I really like that story because you put a lot of emphasis into the character of Edward Nigma. So that was that was sort of the. I think that was when I really recognized you as like a big, like a powerhouse writer type guy. Um, someone who could roll with the punches and just write just as good as any of us. Even better than some of us, in fact. Right, well, thank you for your semi-backhanded compliment. Well, you know. It took me only four years to earn your respect, but I guess I'll take it. Well, you know. I, uh, you, 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 had some, you had some ways to go in the beginning. Like, you, you, you as the Riddler in the first Ultimate DC. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I would like to think that I improved upon it, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kiss my ass. <laughs> I won what best walking line character two years in a row. So yeah. suck on that. <laughs> um, but uh, one uh, one thing I meant to ask you earlier, I forgot about. It, but what's who's one role player that you haven't really uh, interacted with that you would like to maybe do a story with? But I, I can't really think. Of, is there anybody that you haven't? Interacted with? I've I've never interacted with Bounce. Mm. Uh, I've never interacted with Carnage Twenty Seven. Um, there are actually a couple like like veterans that I've oddly never worked with. Um, I never worked with uh, MST Three K Forever. Really? Oh, I mean, well, kinda. I mean, like when we did that Justice League story, you know, he yeah, was Adam. Yeah, kinda. But I've I've never really like like done a full on arc. Yeah, like one-on-one type thing. So I I want to do that one day. Um, I've worked with, I mean I've worked with Super Ferret. I've worked with Sos. I've worked with Twilight. Um, I've worked with you tons of times. Yeah. Well, see this thing, all those people you mentioned, I've worked with them, but I'm a role-playing whore, so. Yeah. I'm I played to... like a hundred plus characters, and so you know, I can't really say anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm really... I'm trying to think hard about it. Um, no, I mean, there's there's a couple others, but I just can't think of them right okay. now. Okay. Uh, what's what's one RPG that you'd like to create if you could? You know, this is... This is kind of like... It's, it's not an RPG I would ever do, but it's kind of like an idea I've always had in the back of my head is a, a Flashpoint. RPG, which is based off of the DC story, which is basically the DC universe is basically populated by a bunch of scum type characters, like like Batman's older and he kills criminals. Uh, there's no Flash. Uh, Superman is like he's kept by the government from solar energy, so he's not he's not really a force in that universe. Um, like, like there are a lot of different scenarios that I could see people playing around with that would be interesting. Um, another RPG I wouldn't mind doing, which I can't, I 
can't do because of Star Wars RPG is it's not running, but it may run again. Um, doing an RPG based within like the the films rather than like the expanded universe, which I have nothing against. It's just I I'm not really familiar with that uh, stuff, and it's kind of intimidating to get into. So I just want to do something that's more uh, accessible to like a guy like me who only likes the films. And also, I wouldn't mind doing a Marvel RPG, like another, like a straight-up Marvel. I don't know whether it'd be an origin. I don't think it would be an origin, but I, I think it would be like five years in or something like that, where it's just a place where people can just kind of go their own way and do whatever with the characters. So yeah, I those are those are just a couple ideas, but I I really don't. I tried to make it a point after creating a lot of RPGs that I just wouldn't want to create anymore because I just kept doling out application after application for them. So I, yeah, I, I probably won't be making any of those. Those are just ideas I'm putting out there. Making any more RPGs? At least you admit you have a problem. Yeah, that's, I, I, that's the first step. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of had like a, at some point I kind of had to look at myself and go, I'm. I'm suggesting way too many of these. Yeah. Like, we're not going to be able to play all of them. Yeah. I do feel like maybe there should be some sort of Marvel RPG. Yeah. But I don't really know if it would be successful because I don't know exactly what it is. Maybe it's just people's tastes are changing. But, like, you also see it with the uh, DC RPG. It seems like people are more interested in telling different stories than just taking these mainstream characters and playing with them than they are like you know with uh ultimate dc you're able to do like what do what you want and it's to a certain extent in um the one earth rpg you know when you blend these characters together you're able it gives you a little freedom with the backstory and how to play them but it's just i don't know exactly if it's just that or or what exactly it is but yeah, I think it. I think it mostly just boils to the, like bad timing because right now the comics are very, like there's a mixed audience for them. Yeah. So I was yeah I was kind of hoping that the relaunch would help invigorate the DC RPG, but I, I don't know. Uh, it's chugging along slowly, but it's hopefully it can pick up some momentum in the coming weeks and months. Yeah, I'm actually not part of that one. Yeah, uh, I know you son of a bitch. <laughs> but um there's something else I want to ask oh uh what's my character like any character no holds bar would you like to play um I've only gotten to the point now where I'm starting to play women like like write for women characters mm-hmm. um Catwoman was my first one uh, I wouldn't mind playing Wonder Woman because I've always really liked the character I just I've never found it like to be the right time to play her or the right game to play her in, um, but I like her. I, I also wouldn't mind like doing like a real good run on Thor, or uh, or what Kyle Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner is another one I wouldn't mind playing because because he was the Green Lantern that I actually grew up with. I just happen to like Hal a little more, but I like Kyle too. Yeah. Uh, any like non superhero characters you wouldn't mind? Let's see. Um, crap, crap, crap. Uh, like non-comic book, maybe. 
not necessarily superhero, but you know, non comic book. Well, I wouldn't mind playing Vader. Um, <laughs> I was, I was like Darth Vader. You secretly aspired to be James Earl Jones. Yeah, yeah, I secretly aspired to be like an, like what is it, like a seventy-eight-year-old black man? <laughs> yes, but he has that dope voice. He does. He has uh. Luke, I am your father. You have failed me for the last time. Indeed. Um, yeah, I also like... There are a couple of villains I wouldn't mind playing for the first time. Like Red Skull, I I tried, but I never really... I never really got like a definitive thing going with him. I've, I've played Lex Luthor, and i played the Joker, and a couple, but I've, I've never really... Villains aren't really my thing. Like I'm, I'm much more of a hero guy. Yeah, I, I can understand. Like with with me, I'm I'm either going full on hero or uh, walking the line. That just I don't know. Just something about being a villain. I, I wouldn't mind trying it, but I've just never really found one character to stick with. Yeah, I also uh, wouldn't mind like playing uh, Jim Gordon or someone. Yeah, or like a good I, I I approve of that one. Yeah, you would. You you cop loving SOB. Right. Um and one thing I wanted to do, one question I want to ask is a little bit different than what I usually ask when I interviewed people for um the inside of the poster studio. Uh what when it comes to you and writing, mm-hmm. what take us through like your process like like you know, what do you do when you get ready to write a new post? Do you do you put on music? Do you sit down and you know turn away from all distractions and just focus? Or yeah, I, I kind of do that. I kind of turn away from all distractions and focus. Like I can't really play music when I'm writing. Like I kind of just I often like do rewrites of like stuff that I write um, as I'm writing it. Like I I write like a sentence and I look at it and it doesn't really seem right, so I kind of go back and work on it a little bit then i continue like with the rest of it um i try to simplify dialogue and stuff like that i try to um i try to make sure like the characters that i'm writing aren't the same characters speaking if that makes any sense like yeah i understand like i want to differentiate characters so that they're it feels like more of a conversation than you know two people that are basically the same yeah um I I also like I also collect a lot of like pictures to use in my posts and sometimes pictures help like inspire like a scene sometimes rarely but sometimes it happens where I I like to I like to sort of comic books are a visual medium and I like to sort of pay homage to that. Uh, you mentioned inspiration. What are like I say writers or other of you know not necessarily comic books but. Um... Like what writers and like what, um, what gives you inspiration and in, you know and you know that you've your influences when it comes to like your writing style. Is there any like one writer or one like piece of source material that you can think of that would you, you like to you know you you read it and you want I want to write more like that. Well, when I started writing Batman, I actually went uh, thought of a uh, Jeff Loeb. Um, who is like the greatest writer uh, now? Early, early Jeff Loeb, yeah, right? Not, Je- um, Batman, not Blob eats people to death. Jeff Loeb. No, not that. Um, 
Batman Hush particularly was like a big influence on my version of Batman. Like just the way that he kind of said things and and internalized them, and that was kind of my inspiration for that. Um, also, I'm influenced by movies. I'm influenced like like sometimes if I want to write a crime scene or somebody like like uh, shooting up a place or something. I turn to like video games like Grand Theft Auto and and Halo and stuff like that. Um, movies are definitely a big influence. Like, like I tr- I try to theatricalize like some stuff that I do. Like, like I even go into like if I'm planning an arc, sometimes I I think of it in acts of like a movie, like an act two and an act three or something like that. Mm. Um. All right. Uh, any writers, well, other than Jeff Loeb, any other writers that you think of? Yeah, uh, Brew Baker, Ed Brew Baker, uh, Greg Rucka, um, Mark Wade, definitely. Uh, I mean, recently Scott Snyder has been kind of creeping into my stuff mm-hmm. um, due to his work on Batman. Um, also, like, hmm, it's an interesting question. Like, like, because I have. I have a lot of different writers I think of whenever I'm playing a different character. Like when I play Superman, for instance, like I think of, I think of like the animated Superman. I think of the movie Superman. I also think of the comics, like Mark Wade. So, would you say it varies from character to character? Yeah, yeah, I would. Okay. I try to make them all like a every character I play. I try to make them all like an amalgam of stuff that I love. Um. So, all right. I guess I'll start to wrap it up um can you tell us a little bit about maybe what you want to do in the future of uh, with your characters in the rpgs like is there you know like big arcs you got planned or any other thing or maybe even new potential characters you're eyeing at the time go ahead i'm sorry um i mean as far as characters i'm eyeing i don't i don't really know because I want to get involved in like the DC RPG. I also want to get involved in Create a Hero, but I just I just haven't found out like the character or the time to do it. Um, as far as arcs, like I I want to. There's like, a big story going on with Batman right now. When that he's in a coma, so I'm technically not even writing him. I'm writing people in his world, and it, it's sort of this all Gotham encompassing type arc that I want to do. That shows what Gotham is like without Batman, and eventually someone else is going to be is going to step up to the role and try to protect Gotham in Bruce Wayne's absence. And I want to write I want to write that. Um, so that's that's going to be sort of the story arc for that character. I also I'm writing uh, Aquaman in the Ultimate. Boo, boo. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, face boo. Anyway. Yeah, this this coming from the guy who plays a friggin' Who's played freaking uh, Howard the Duck? <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Howard the Duck's a talking duck. I mean, what else do you need to know? <laughs> I, I mean, fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm always like looking at different characters. My taste tends to vary from day to day. Like, like actually, yesterday I, I thought like I started thinking about like a Green Arrow arc that I wouldn't mind doing, but today I'm like, eh, eh I don't really feel like it. <laughs> you lazy bastard! Indeed. Um, but yeah, I uh, 
in in one Earth, I'm I'm doing Superman's early days, so I kind of want to flesh out like his supporting cast, and I'm sort of building him up to where he's he's not the mild manner reporter Clark Kent yet. He's just basically a guy who's who if he isn't saving the world, he's kind of just at home kicking and relaxing and stuff like that. So I want to build towards that. Uh, Wolverine, I'm playing as well. I I want to like start revealing parts of Weapon X parts of his past and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah, those are the, those are all the main characters that I'm playing right now. Okay. All right, well, uh, that's pretty much all I questions I have for you. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, Final words? Uh, don't, don't do drugs, kids. Uh, unless, unless they're really good drugs. Yeah, uh, or unless all the cool people are doing it. Yeah, yeah, peer pressure, peer pressure, uh, always giving a peer pressure. Yeah, you always want to do what your friends are doing. Yeah. That's how I ended up with genital warts. Exactly. And and this is the best thing that's ever happened to you. <laughs> indeed, indeed. All right, and so on that uh, note, I guess I will go ahead and end tonight's program. I have been Birdman, and with me was... My guest for tonight, and I guess guest host for a little while anyway, uh, Batman. So, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>